I'm Ernesto Mancivo. I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And this is Robots, Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. So we got a lot of shit to run through, so uh, let's jump right in. Let's okay? just do it real quick. Let's just do it real quick. <laughs> let's just go right in. Sprint through Trump land. <laughs> just like ass, naked ass backwards <laughs> through a cornfield. Uh, <laughs> naked ass backwards. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess that's the safest way. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way through Trump land. All right. Um, well, first of all, one of his fuck faces got fired this week. Oh, yeah. The mooch. The mooch. Yeah. Scott a mooch. Scott a mooch. Will you... Pick up your pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> we got to ad- actually edit that into the uh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody song because that's uh, that's fucking gold yeah. right there. Um, yeah, y- dude had a <laughs> all of a 10 day streak. Oh, you know, like you can't even get unemployment off of that. No, like. no, definitely not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he came in, thought he was going to be mini Trump and saying stupid things. Didn't he say? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he say, I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own dick. He said cock. Cock. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Get, come on. This is, this is, this is the government we're talking about here. <laughs> Have some semblance of dignity. That's true. <laughs> he said, I, I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not trying to suck my own cock. My own cock. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> Have it with some sense of like stately dignity. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because this administration is all about that. Oh my God. So yeah, he was uh, he was let go. Talk about a week from hell. He uh, was popping all this shit. His wife basically said, "I'm divorcing him because he's always wanted to climb up this guy's ass, and I can't take it anymore. His political aspirations are um, sickening to me, and he knows I don't like Trump anyway." Um, so that's that, that, that's the Mooch's wife. Yep, that's the Mooch's wife. That's what she said. <laughs> plus, plus she just had their baby like a few days prior to that. Yeah, so. and he missed it because he was off like telling you know telling the press that uh, Ryan Priebus is a paranoid ass clown. Oh, or whatever. he's gonna be a great dad. Oh, just man. a great dad. Yeah, oh. I just imagine him being like, um, what's his name, Ray Liotta from from Goodfellas, just okay. snorting lines of coke and just being paranoid at like that Trump's watching him from like helicopters. Oh, <laughs> completely, completely. He's a, that guy was a was true to his name. Yeah, he was a complete He's mooch. A fucking mooch. Yeah, but uh, we won't miss you. You'll probably resurface somewhere um, uh, that you don't belong. Uh, but until then, you know. Um, Fuck you. I mean, wh- yeah. what else? What else can I say? I mean, it's it's so it's so rare that we get those these moments of enjoyment. But um, in other Trump land. News. Yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's just keep going. Let's yeah. just keep running backwards. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Um, what else do we got? We got the police brutality speech. We got the, his speech to the, the Boy Scouts. Which one do you want to tackle first? Oh, my <laughs> God. It almost seems like they're the same fucking <laughs> oh, <no>. speech. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Let's. Uh, he made two rambling speeches. Both were later, both were were discredited by the associations that he uh, made this made the speeches to. Oh. The Boy Scouts put definitely put distance between <laughs> <laughs> the fucking boys, the fucking Boy Scouts. They're just like, look, we um, we're just a bunch of guys that hang out in the woods, but uh, we can't fuck with you, man. Uh, <laughs> 
No, 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 no disrespect to the Boy Scouts. I actually wish I was uh, part of the Boy Scouts when I was younger, but I couldn't. Uh, you know, that shit's expensive. But yeah, anyway, it definitely is shit. You know, but uh, uh, yeah, he gave he gave this crazy speech to the Boy Scouts, trying to get the, trying to get them to root him on. Um, I guess some of them did, um, probably just because they were trying to be polite. But um, it really stunk to high heaven of being like uh, a, a weirdly upgraded version of the Hitler Youth. Yeah, like, that's just, that's definitely what I what it struck me as. It's, it's just like what the fuck? For one, it's the Boy Scouts. You don't you just talk about like how great the Boy Scouts uh, like are and talk about like how. You know, how we're help. counting on them to, you know, earn their merit badges and not, you know, get poison ivy on their dicks. Cause uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a speech I wouldn't want to give. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, it's like simple stick to the facts kind of speech. <laughs> and Trump. Don't fuck like, the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> and Trump, like an asshole, completely fucks that up by, you know, being like, I want I'm the best. You know, Hillary Clinton, the worst, you know kind of like what the fuck are you talking don't make that don't politicize the boy scouts man he's he's the kind of guy that in in certain ways i'm kind of glad he gave that speech because i think that a lot of these scout masters probably took their troops to the side afterward and said all right you see the president you don't want to be like him okay <laughs> and then they have a moment to themselves like i never thought i'd say that sentence in my life you know it's like you you just don't want to be like that guy. He's yeah. an asshole, you know. You said a curse word. Shut up, Billy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. So now then jump forward in time like a few days. Mm -hmm. And then it's uh, his speech to the uh, the police. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Suffolk County. Was oh. this Suffolk County? It was, you know. It was one of the counties. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, my God, this this fucking guy is just like, you know, I just wish that, you know, when you're arresting some of these guys, you don't treat them so nice. Like, you know, when you put your hand on the head to keep them from bumping their, you know, their heads on the, the lid of the uh, uh, the car door or whatever. You know, you could just take that hand off. It's just like, oh, wow. It's like almost verbatim what he said. It's it's he just he thought he was on he thought he was on one of his shows when he was saying that like he was that would that's so outrageous like. I have a feeling that there are former presidents looking down from heaven or looking up from hell. Yeah. And <laughs> I was <laughs> like, heaven? I'm pretty sure only one of them's there. And, it, and it's Taft. Really? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> the most unlikely. <laughs> Even he's like, I don't know how I got here either. You know? It's a technicality. I died choking on a mint julep, you know? Um, but yeah, even they're all looking down or up and just saying, "Look, I, I own slaves, but this guy's a fucking asshole," yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's he he's he's stoking the fire, really. I mean, he thinks it's just distraction and it's all like showmanship or whatever. But uh, whether he realizes it or not, he's stoking a fire that is eventually going to boil over. And when the shit really hits the fan. When the police get even crazier than they are now, um, people are going to point the finger and he's just going to go into hiding like he always does. Like whenever any major shit goes down, you hear no statement from him. Um, but he's there beforehand speaking to the subject, stoking the fire. It's uh, 
I don't know how this guy gets away with it, and he really shouldn't be getting away with it. It's fucking shameful. This is uh, this is our president, like. It's not my president. Uh, I know. It's just it's 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 a hard reality of like waking up every day and just seeing him be like he made two separate speeches, <laughs> oh. and he fucked both of them up. I mean, like. This, does this guy even have like actual speechwriters? I, I have to wonder, whoever has that job in that administration must be smoking and drinking and snorting at the same time <laughs> with the amount of stress. Like you can't, nobody lasts long. Like you look at uh, Kellyanne Conway, and it looks like whatever soul she had left was sucked out of her body and replaced with, um, uh, fucking. Help me out here. Uh, well, I'm just gonna say, to me, she looks like um, this is getting in a little bit nerdy, but it, it looks to me like uh, she looks like. Do you remember that scene in Starship Troopers when? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All great sentences start out that way. Um, do you remember that scene in Starship Troopers when they capture? Uh, what's his name? The t- two of the main characters, the bugs ca- capture them. Uh-huh. And then one guy is like, one day, one <laughs> guy like me is going to end your whole fucking race, yeah. man. And then uh, this big bug like sucks the brain out from like, yep. just spikes the guy's head and mm-hmm. sucks the brain out. Yeah, He looks, she looks like that guy. After he got his brain sucked out through uh, what I can only assume is a bug straw. <laughs> um, that's I think that's the perfect image. And um, I'm going to try to find that and post that onto the Robots vs. Taxes <laughs> Facebook page. Just put blonde hair on it and say Just, it's Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, People will believe it. <laughs> it totally, she totally looks like whatever she, le, uh, semblance of a soul she had was sucked out by this administration. So they, they kind of keep her in the attic, throw her some Cheerios every now and then. Um <laughs> And Spencer is off somewhere, just like in a basement, hiding underneath a blanket. You mean Spicer? Oh, sorry. you always confuse the two. It's Spicer uh, and Spencer. Sean Spicer and Richard Spencer. Who's Richard Spencer? He's the leader of the. I don't know if he's a leader. He's one of those white power dickheads that were that got punched at, like. Uh, oh, uh, that's right. That's right. Well, they're all the same to me. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, Spicer. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 hiding in a basement somewhere, um, you know, uh, drinking himself into an early grave. Just like, how could I have done everything? How could I have done all? <laughs> Bannon called me fat. <laughs> Why would he do that? I worked for them. Like, uh, but you know, and I never thought I'd say this sentence to Spicer's defense. Steve Bannon doesn't have the right to call anybody fucking anything. Like that is that dude is the worst looking man in the history of worst looking men. I mean, he he's he is a walking hangover that oh. that escaped from rehab. Anyway, uh, where were we? Uh, <laughs> go, still still going, making our way through the Trump news. We're almost down to our last bits, which are oh, that's right, that's um, right. The uh, him coaching Don Jr. through uh, the whole Russia uh, Russia scandal, mm. uh, which Don Jr. is currently involved in, really just lo- flat out lying about meeting with uh, 
with uh, Russian agents, officials, mm-hmm. the works. And then, you know, we find out that uh, his dad, dear old dad, like coached him into saying, like, if the press asks, <laughs> you were talking about adopting poodles. <laughs> you just tell the tell him you were adopting. <laughs> I love it, Dad. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. Oh, what a fucking family. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, how, how big of a piece of shit <laughs> do you have to be to say, okay, we're going to lie about this. Say you were talking about adoption. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? It's just... Just lie, just lie your face off to the American public. Jeez. Just lie, just lie. Whatever. I mean, whew. all right. That I feel like that almost wraps up the Trump news. We didn't bring this up last week, but we need to bring we, this up. We didn't think you guys were ready, but yeah. you're ready this week. <laughs> um, but he, um, yeah, he banned transgender people and i'm saying that like with question marks because even his fucking generals didn't know what was gonna happen because it was delivered via tweet oh yeah yeah several people officials spoke up like first of all um that sort of action takes a lot of time a lot of review and committee in order to come you can't just say it and it is you know yeah um and to several of the general's credit, and as, as well as former military officials, have stood up and said, no, that's that's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not going to follow that edict. Yeah. Know? Well, like, you know, and we we definitely are. We say to all our transgender uh, soldiers, thank you for your service. Absolutely. Um, and we fully this show fully supports um you guys being in the military and serving our country 100%. Seriously, the shit that you get at home and you're still serving the country in that capacity? Jesus. Hats. hats this piece of shit ass clown to say that shit. Hats off to you. And we'll, 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 we'll always speak up against any, any anti-trans uh, uh, rhetoric because it's just it's, it's disgusting what's, yeah. uh, what's being uh, put out there um, against uh, the trans community. We support our our uh, our LGBT plus uh, community, and uh, you know um, we hope to have a, a few guests on at some point. Yeah, you know, in absolutely, the future. absolutely. Um, so let's move on to uh, Jesus. So much news. <laughs> uh, McCain, John McCain. McCain coming through in the clutch. Yeah. Um, coming through like. Caesar style, you know. <laughs> Did you guys see this video? Yeah, like he he, he walked <laughs> he walked onto the Senate floor. A hush falls over the crowd. <laughs> John McCain enters the Senate floor. He walks up to I guess where they tally the votes. Held his arm out, you know. Use the force. Use the force. <laughs> <laughs> and then audibly said. No, and then turned his thumb down and then walked away. And, um, there were <laughs> there were actually uh claps from a few uh, other senators, um, 
uh, in people the venue. Gasped. In the ve- yeah, people did gasp as well. But I think my favorite part though was the even more fallen face of Mitch McConnell. Which is weird because that guy's face has already fallen. <laughs> he looked on like, oh my God. How could you? This is Bob Um Yeah, he was totally like crestfallen. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just one of the best things. Now... If you listen to the last podcast, <laughs> we gave John McCain <laughs> a lot of shit. You know, we called him a what an asshole. Yeah, 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 piece of shit. A we piece, him a piece of shit. shit. That's yeah. the yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. <laughs> but um, and we don't necessarily rescind all of that. Um, no, I mean like good on him, but yeah, yes, you know, you, piece of shit. you still got a history there, buddy. Yeah. But at least you came through. In the clutch for this, and uh, you know, good for you. That'll that'll reflect on you somehow in the yeah. future. But um, yeah, enjoy your ten houses in <laughs> you know the last the twilight of your life. The end. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's getting chilly in the studio. Jeez, you you, mo- you almost <laughs> there was something about you saying the the end like that. Just gave it a little bit of an Aronofsky feel. I know, right? Like, I thought there should be some violin heavy music. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I think that's about that wraps up the uh, all the awful Trump and. And the our governing our shit show of a governing body news, at least at least for this week. Yeah, at least for this week. Yeah. Now we can move on to some uh, some really cool uh, business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, my co-host here, Ernesto Mancio, who I respect very much, attended a um, uh, a talk or a, a speech by uh, Sean King. Yes, you uh, talk to us a little bit. Talk to us, dear listeners, about that. Absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Thank you, Pablo. Um, yeah, Sean King, who writes for the New York Daily News and has been a activist, a anti-racism speaker uh, for many years, um, brilliant, brilliant guy, uh, organized a meetup for uh, social justice conscious people uh, to launch a new group uh, called Woke Folks, uh, basically people who are awake or in the common vernacular woke to the ills of society yeah. right now. <laughs> I mean, people who are just, yeah, uh, who are socially conscious. Yes, right? socially conscious, yes. And um, there was such a big response to the um, to the online announcement that he had to divide the evening into two sessions. Um so uh, I attended the first session. Uh, this isn't the first time I've heard him speak live, uh, but it's always a pleasure to hear him. And he started out uh, the session by just taking questions from the audience because he had a presentation as well, but he just wanted to connect with everybody and also um, voice some of his thoughts and how he felt uh, we could all move forward. Um, I'm getting the impression that the 
the purpose of the group is to get people to organize. One of the things that he um, talks about a lot is that these people, these people who are doing so much damage to the country right now, they're not necessarily more powerful. They're more powerful than us. They're just out organizing us right now. And what we need to do is just connect with each other, bring all of our resources and talents to the table, and let that work toward our uh, common goal and vision. Because we are, we are a wide coalition. It's not just black people. It's not just the LGBTQ uh, plus community. It's, it's, it's not just women. It's everybody across the spectrum who feels and who is marginalized. And if we get together and speak out in one voice to any given issue, uh, we can make effective change. Um, he even highlighted some of the examples of some of the things uh, that the coalitions that he has formed, uh, in particular, uh, the injustice uh, boycott uh, that was formed last year um, and has also uh, been working this year as well. Um, they got together and have made change, uh, for example, in raising the, the, minimum, the minimum age in New York for um, uh, sorry, for minors or people of a certain age and how they're prosecuted. Uh, it was in particular, uh, it was in particular t in response to the uh, Khalif Browder um, situation. Uh, he was a young man who was uh, arrested at like the age of 17 or something like that and taken to Rikers Island and he spent years within that system. Um, and within those years, he was just brutalized within jail, uh, within jail, put in solitary confinement, attacked by other prisoners, attacked by guards. Um, and every time it seemed like he was about to get out, he was pulled back in. And it basically wreaked havoc with his psyche. And when he was finally released after about like three years, um, when you look at pictures of him, he seems like his soul was aged several years and Unfortunately, he ended up taking his life, um, I believe, last year or the year before last. Um, and it w this was a tragedy that got a lot of attention, um, especially uh, in several uh, magazines and newspapers. Um, and Sean King uh, helped to lead an initiative to raise the age so that we don't see minors um, or people in this situation just get thrown into the system and chewed up and then spat out without any proper representation or proper action to uh, not put them in a situation that didn't call for it. Because uh, Khalif didn't even, um, it's not like he assaulted anybody. It's not like he was responsible for somebody's murder. It was like some sort of minor, minor offense. And he just happened to get picked up by the cops you know it's like the, the the punishment was definitely not in uh it def definitely didn't match the crime so anyway um sean king led the initiative to change that and that was changed in new york uh, he also spoke about another initiative that happened in seattle um to uh pull uh, to divest away from uh, wells fargo um that was supporting the North Dakota Access Pipeline. And the city of Seattle decided to um, divest from Wells Fargo, and that was a huge deal. That's awesome. 
was a huge, That's huge awesome deal. That's awesome that they did that. Yeah. That, that he was able to organize that. Absolutely. I mean, he definitely had a huge uh, hand in that. And he's, he was just, one of the things that struck me, he's, uh, he said that uh, these initiatives don't happen with the large amount of people. I mean, it's a huge fight. Um, but some of these things have happened with 75 people or less consistently working on getting this change to go through. It's just like, now if 75 people can do this, if we had a few hundred or even a thousand people um, who got together and consistently work on this, the change that we can affect would be unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And that really, that really inspired me because I thought, I thought that the number had to be uh, way bigger. And I know that I definitely know that more than a thousand people care about the issues that we spoke about tonight um, at that talk. So um, I think part of the intent of woke folks is to network, get people to connect. Maybe that's one of our connections right now. That's actually my phone. Um, so you should turn off your phone. Yeah. yeah. It's my mom. Sorry. Do you want to take the call? No. Put her on air? No. no? Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm so sorry. No, it's C fine. Continue. Continue. I'm it's so fine. <laughs> mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's about uh, networking, connecting, and getting people to uh, become active and and really focus on the I these issues because the power really does lie with the people when we put pressure on these officials. One of the things that Sean King said was that they count on people not showing up for this sort of stuff because they know that people are either trying to live their lives or are struggling. So they count on that because they know that through inaction, that's how their intents get through, sometimes under the radar, sometimes in plain sight. You know, and we can't allow that to happen any longer because this country is going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, you spoke to me a little bit about like uh, what Sean King talked about the peaks and valleys. Mm. Like, I wanted to to hear more about that. Absolutely. Um, when he started his presentation, um, he was referencing an individual. I wish I could remember his name right now, but he's referred to as the father of historical research uh, before this gentleman uh, back in the late 1800s I believe I believe his first name is Leopold von something so if you want to search that I'm sure you'll you can pull up the name and he uh, he basically postulated that most of humanity believes that we are on a upward moving scale in terms of the quality of humanity. Basically, if you put a graph, it's moving from left to right in an upward position, a very uh, steady, almost linear curve. Um, and um, did you find the name? Yeah, it's uh, Leopold von Rank. Yeah, 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 there we go. And uh, so basically moving on a, on a steady upward tick in a linear curve on a graph and to denote that humanity is getting better um, and the thing that was interesting though is that when this when this gentleman started doing his research into all the historical occurrences 
up until that point in, in uh, his life, he saw that that curve was not necessarily true. He said he was he denoted that what's actually happening is that technology is getting better and human beings associate the improvement of technology with the improvement of humanity. Now, the technology he was talking about uh, during his time was the fact that they figured out how to um, put people to sleep when they were uh, going to perform surgery and then wake them up su successfully. Because <laughs> before that, oh, it was just sort of like, you <laughs> might, even if we're successful, you might come out of this, you might not, you know? So, yeah, so that was like... I like those odds. <laughs> that was part of the, uh, you know, the, the cutting edge of technology at that point, which is kind of a big deal. It's just like, oh, yeah, I can get healed and not die though you know that's that's kind of <laughs> cool you know anyway um so he denoted that in actuality uh, humanity and its improvement and the phases it goes through works in peaks and valleys so there are times in history uh, despite you know there's always going to be disagreement between peoples and stuff like that there were skirmishes and stuff like that but there are points in history where humanity um is very cooperative with itself. Uh, there's not much conflict or people, you know, cutting each other's heads off and putting them on stakes. It's like there are these times of relative peace mm, for the most part. Right. And then there are times that are just completely horrible, like the Dark Ages, where science and reason are completely thrown out the window and there's not much scientific progress and... You know, those those would be the valleys of humanity. Um, and this was a study that uh, Sean King said kind of changed his life because it it gave him it gave him an outlook on the way uh, societal structure works. And he was and he pointed out he was just like right now we are in the valley. We are definitely in the valley. And what we have to do as conscious people, as woke people is talk about and figure out ways to start bringing ourselves out of this valley and one of the things he said that definitely got applause and uh, struck a chord with me he said we're not going to facebook our way out of this valley we're not yeah. going to twitter our way up the hill right it's like it has to be um day-to-day -day action we have to engage each other we have to engage the other side and actually make this effort which is totally doable and we we can totally win this but um we, that's the way we have to do it. He's like, don't get me wrong. And he had a sense of humor while he was speaking. He was just like, okay. I love right. when you guys share my fake Facebook posts. He's <laughs> like, I absolutely love that. But, you know, that's just one step in a, a much grander process. So, yeah, that was part of the presentation uh, that he spoke about with uh, the Peaks and Valleys. And it was, it was utterly uh, fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I highly recommend it. If any of you ever get a chance to see him speak um, – do yourself a favor just go um the man's an enigma enigmatic speaker um he knows what he's talking about he's been through a lot he's seen a lot he helps so many people like give him like an hour hour and a half of your time and he'll probably change your thoughts awesome that's awesome yeah. i'm a big fan of sean king so i'm just like i i really need to attend uh mm -hmm. one of these talks like uh coming in the near future absolutely um, like just at next time just ask the avengers if you could have like a day off <laughs> and to come with me and uh, i'm sure they'll say yes because i think they're probably on the same page okay all right yeah, yeah. i mean 
You know, I'm tight with them. Yeah. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what, what do I have to? What do I have to lie about? <laughs> Believe me. It's gonna. I know. I have tremendous pull with these people. <laughs> um. You told me about that time Vision walked in on you on the bathroom. Oh fuck! Let's not talk about All that. Right. Okay. <laughs> Coming, trying to suck my own cock. <laughs> um. <laughs> The easier ways to do that, Mr. Martinez. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Vision! <laughs> There's a fucking door! Knock! <laughs> I thought the Scarlet Witch was in here. Sorry. <laughs> Scarlet Witch is apparently a fucking heavy breather. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, gross. Um... <laughs> What a way to segue into the robot section. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This week, um, we saw a character bite it, but in the most epic way possible. Wow. Wow. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. Damn. Like. Olena. Homegirl. <laughs> Dude, you went out like a fucking champ. Oh, she looked at that glass of. Oh, spoiler alerts. Uh, <laughs> she. First of all, she was kind of trying to figure out how she was going to get done it because she knew yeah. from the get go. As yeah. soon as he walked into the room. All right. Th- this is my time. And she's just like, so how are you going to do it? Huh? You know, it's like you're going to you fucking cut my head off or yeah. whatever. You know, and the fuck you going to do? Fuck you huh? going to do? Yeah, it's you like one on piece of shit. Yes. She's like, I can't even stand anymore, and I'm not scared of you. Whatever, yeah. you know, lead hand, you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he decided he was gonna like go the classy route, and he put some poison in her wine, like right in front of her face, and he's like, "You gonna drink this?" And um, she looked at the glass, and she was just like, "Will it hurt?" And he was just like, "No, it's gonna be just like so and so or whatever." And she was like, "All right, good." And fucking tossed it back. She she drank it like a fucking tequila shot. She was just like thirsty Blam. Thursdays. <laughs> she was like, "What? <laughs> You're gonna turn up in this bitch, you know?" So, um, tossed it back. You know, put her put her fingers to her lips like a lady, and then proceeded. I I feel like I can't even tell this part well. Like Pablo, just uh, just. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck your army." <laughs> Fuck your navy, <laughs> fuck your sister, <laughs> fuck your shoes, fuck your hair, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. Also, you know, <laughs> your your son. That was me. Peace, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey was me, bitch. <laughs> and if you remember. If you Game of Thrones fans remember, Joffrey went out. He went out hard. <laughs> that I mean, he went out purple. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Oof, like, damn that. If if uh, I don't know what kind of poison they gave him, I don't know if they 
had him drink like a, a <laughs> they, they fucking him, Zima or something. What? <laughs> they gave him a copy. Uh, they gave him a, a a liquefied version of the Art of the Deal by Donald oh, Trump. Oh, that's ex- <laughs> that's exactly it. He was just like, oh, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And um, and what's his name? All he could do was was just look at her like. You saw it like his eyes actually get a little red, like you you fucking bitch. Like he's just like but he knew he couldn't do shit. Yeah, powerless to stop her. She was like, I drank the wine, what you gonna do? Kill me twice? Like (laughs) (laughs) I chop my head off. I'm sure I'll feel it where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) All he could do is turn around and walk out the room and she just sat there like Yeah. (laughs) Sorry roll. Bye bitches. I kind of half expected like a dramatic like head thump onto the table, like you know. No, not even that. She went out with the quiet dignity of a fucking warrior. <laughs> you think she actually like? You think the last second of her on screen, she was already dead? Do you think? Like, um, did she like did she die just sitting up? Because I don't know if she, her body could actually hold itself. You know, she's old, so <laughs> I thought that was good. I'm just being descriptive. Damn. Like, I thought there was gonna be like a. Like a you know, <laughs> her forehead hitting the like tail. like when Homer's brain leaves. Yes, like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like her body just falls to the floor like a ragged doll. <laughs> just blam. <laughs> oh come on! Like they did the dignified thing and they cut away before shit like that would happen. That's true. Um, That's true. But maybe. You know, now that I think about the more I think about it, the more I kind of like the idea that she landed like she just fell on the floor like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> like um. a G. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, dopest. One of the dopest, like, character endings I have ever seen. Like, yeah. woof. And she, the way she delivered those lines is like, you know, and I want Cersei to know that it was me. Yeah. It's just like, gah. <laughs> cold as ice Ooh, i she mean was like and then she was like i didn't know the poison would do that to him it's like that was the first time i ever tried it oops wow <laughs> have i said too much i Peace mean <laughs> john's john snow may be king of the north but she's the queen of ice because uh Nobody <laughs> just oh that was just so cold like brutal yeah but um, speaking of Jon Snow uh, this episode was the meeting of fire and ice yeah they finally revealed that fucking title yeah yeah that was uh, that was fucking epic I gotta say like just the way they shot the scene he's coming down the stairs and Khaleesi is just looking out over the water fucking dragons in the sky yeah. like making Jon Snow and fucking Sir Davos shit is shit their <laughs> their their fucking pants it's they like, just hit the deck <laughs> holy shit dude she was like if you won't bend the knee you will at least shit the pant <laughs> the pantaloons the pantaloons he's like oh there's so much fur that I'm wearing. It's going to take me weeks to clean this. Do you guys have a dirt devil? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
But geez, uh, yeah, that was that was what I loved about that scene was um, when they introduced uh, um, Danny. Mm-hmm. When they introduced her, she, they were like breaker of chains. Mm. Um, you know, uh, they did like a million intros. Yes. <laughs> And then she was. I just think like, they even called her the Green Scar at yeah, some point. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like twelve number one hit records. <laughs> A twenty six and O boxing record, like. God. <laughs> like a strikeout percentile of a hundred percent. Mother of dragons, <laughs> uh, and then you know when, you know, in this corner, you know, breaker of chains, Khaleesi, and in this corner, <coughs> uh, John Snow. <laughs> just like that his introduction was so like nothing. He- what else could he do? He's just and you know and the thing is, I don't think John Snow even gives a fuck. Yeah, no, he, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not one of these like, oh, I need accolades showered upon me. He's just <laughs> the whole time. He's just like, I've seen the army of the dead. It's <laughs> like you don't understand. We have to stick together. There is an We're army. We're all gonna die. <laughs> There's an army of frozen corpses coming this way, and they're just like, "Oh, come on, you're being." He's just like, "No, <laughs> but, but, how I'm could you say that? There be dragons." It's just, it's just like, oh, okay, sure. It's like you got three dragons in the sky, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm full of shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> three dragons you could believe, but zombies. <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking crazy, you know. <laughs> Oh my God! But uh, yeah, he was just—he was just about—he was about that army he of the was, dead. Yeah, he, he yeah, doesn't he care was about anything else. <laughs> she was just like, well, you know, if we attack Cersei this way, he's like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> fuck Everybody's Cersei. gonna die. It's <laughs> like fuck that crazy wench. Do you understand? Do you understand what the army of the dead means? I fought these people, or non-people. I slayed many of them, and they just came back. back. <laughs> In fact, he just, the Night King just lifted up his arms and was like, what up, G? <laughs> I'm right here. I don't see anybody else, bro. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. at me. Because <laughs> apparently the Night King drinks a lot of Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm extreme, bro. As he, as, he, as he has a skateboard underneath <laughs> one foot. <It's> like Radical. <laughs> Jesus. He drinks Capri Sun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And um, it's just hilarious. I mean, what's it, what was interesting about those scenes, especially when Jon Snow is trying to convince them, like there's this horrible, horrible danger coming toward uh, the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, he... We're on we're on his side because as viewers we've seen <laughs> the army of we've the dead. We've seen the shit, yeah. So we're just like, oh my god, there's this thing. And then to see the other characters like, eh, we're not sure. 
if we even believe you. We're just we're pulling out our own hair. We're just like, are you nuts? <laughs> There's nothing more important, you know. Yeah, blah, blah, I know. Blah, you know, but uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that's forged. And luckily, thank goodness for um. Man, I'm not good with names, so that's why Pablo's here. Um, what? Uh, the hand, uh, uh, Khaleesi. Tyrion. Hand. Yes, Tyrion. Um, in his conversation with Khaleesi, he was just like, she asked him, like, "Do you believe him?" She's like, "I've never, I've never known him to be a liar." So, yes, sort of, you know. So, yeah. And in, in the meantime, he's just like, as a show of good faith or friendliness, let them mind the. The uh, dragon stone. The, the dragon obsidian, stone. Yeah. yeah. So the dragon glass. I'm dragon sorry. glass. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so he may have single-handedly just saved the seven kingdoms by allowing Jon Snow and uh, and the crew to mine that glass. Part of me is thinking that when the gla- when they start using the fucking dragon glass weapons, mm-hmm. it's not going to work. You think so? Yeah, I think it's all going to fail. But we've seen it. We've seen it work in the past. Yeah, but now I'm gonna get into like, um, spo- not this 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 part of the episode heavy spoilers, and I hate to lose listeners, but um, Bran passed the wall, and apparently what what um, what people are saying is that it breaks some kind of magical seal, and whatever magic was holding. Was making uh, the White Walkers susceptible to getting killed by dragon glasses no longer. Wait, who passed the wall? Bran Stark. Bran Stark. Okay. Remember the wall was protected by some kind of heavy magic. Oh. And that uh, he was branded by the Night's King. Oh right, 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 um, right, right. Apparently now the dragon glass is going to be completely useless. So right. I don't know if that's true. We'll see, you know. Well, if that's that's true, that's going to be um that's going to be really tough because uh, this dragon glass was supposed to create a lot of jobs <laughs> for the people of the seven kingdoms. That's what was promised. And it's not going to look good for the next election. Oh. It's really not. You know. Bernie Sanders right now is right running a, a grassroots election. <laughs> committee trying to <laughs> oh man <laughs> i'm glad you laughed at that i thought that shit was so terrible glass roots. <laughs> oh man um yeah brand starts <laughs> what a sorry. weirdo i just i just gotta like chime in it's just like you know it's like i don't believe that this dragon glass is the answer what these dead people need is universal healthcare. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> and free college. Oh, man. <laughs> Bernie Sanders for the North. <laughs> Sanders, <laughs> king of the North. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I want to hear Bernie Sanders take like the the oath yeah. of, of of the Night's Watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Yeah, totally. Oh man! So um, so yeah. I mean, uh, I was gonna say 
the Night King is kind of terrifying because mm-hmm. I mean they didn't show him at all, mm-hmm. um, but his presence was like felt throughout the entire episode, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it, it kind of like the dread that it fills me with is kind of um, reminiscent of, like, really good horror movies. And I was kind of thinking about... You like that segue? Yes, Um, very nice. Very nice. (laughs) Seamless. Smooth. Um, (laughs) So I I was thinking, like, um, in terms of horror movies, what other... What horror movies um, can you think of that have filled you with that kind of dread? Um, 2016? Yeah. Oh, you meant like like oh, films? Oh, like oh, yeah, okay, films. films. Okay, let's um, <laughs> not talk about like living history okay. because let's uh, because we're still we're still in that <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> we're seven months into a horror movie. Yeah, eee. but anyway, um, what film has filled me with a sense of horror? I would have to for me, it was the fourth kind. The f- oh, that's right. That movie, Mila Jovovich. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mila Jovovaka. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, right. Model turned action star. Yeah. Soon to Resident be. Evil. Resident 12. Evil. Twelve. Yeah. Which I think the last one that came out is they said it is like the last one. Yeah, they said that about the one before, like three Resident Evils ago. Did they really? Okay. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, she starred in this movie, The Fourth Kind, and the way they marketed the movie was that it was based on real events, like a lot of you know some of the top uh, horror movies. Um, but the thing that made this one unique is that they they made an actual like movie, but they also had what they called like archival footage that they played along certain scenes, you know, to pull you into the whole like this is what we based the scene on, and the archival footage was like. Um, 90s handycam video, um, so not the highest quality, but you know, clear enough. And when I was watching this movie, you know, they they start they start you off subtle at first, and then um, it gets progressively weirder. And at least twice throughout the film, I had to stop it because I was just so freaked. I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" And even the end credits of that movie had like audio of like different people who who called a hotline like 911 or special UFO hotlines um, to report incidents and they just everybody sounded from either everybody on on that audio that was during the end credits either sounded a little bit um, a little disturbed to completely freaked out like they just they sounded like they couldn't deal and when the credits finished, I was just like, if this is real, this should be destabilizing the entire world. So I went online, and of course, you know, <laughs> I saw that it Joke's was... Joke's on you! It was on me. <laughs> they got me! <laughs> but um, but it, even to this day, when I watch that movie, it still gives me... It still freaks me out a little bit because it's so... The tension that they build... Um, not just with the visuals of what you do see, which some of which are really fantastic. That's the word I was looking for. Okay. Uh, really fantastic. But even some of the things you don't see, that I think some of that is what becomes really disturbing because you 
you can hear fear, but you can't see it, which uh, which that's can a, be that's a good tagline, yeah. by the way. Uh, oh, well, uh, that's trademarked <laughs> um, movie comes out next summer. You can hear fear, but you can't you can see, see it. it. See it. <laughs> by the way, you're listening to Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes <laughs> on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> Ooh, almost missed that that yeah. cue. <laughs> we love you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please don't fire us. Um, yeah, I was. We can't say, get fired because we don't get paid. That's true. <laughs> we fucking pay them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was gonna say uh, a movie that uh, that got me thinking a lot about, um, especially like w- watching that episode of Game of Thrones and like feeling that dread and the whole lore behind you know the Night's King and everything. Got me thinking about this movie that I recently watched called The Witch, was which I think is one of the best hands down horror movies of last year. I gotta watch that. You've been recommending it for a while. Yeah, it's it's fucking. Uh, I love fucking uh, Puritan era white people in the wilderness uh, movies. And, um, oh God! It's, it's really a white people in the wilderness kind of movie. Yeah, oh, and shit. it's and it's like Puritan era, you know, like, um, you know, it's all about a, a Puritan family that gets kicked out for being too like religiously extreme, uh, <laughs> and they take off into the wilderness. Um, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Religious extremists in America? Yeah. <laughs> all right, now you're fucked. Now you that, you lost me. Now that's completely departed from reality. And I just can't get on board with it. <laughs> not. No, that was a oh terrible my God. joke. You went uh, for the not. I, 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 it's like it's the fucking 1990s. Excuse me, dear listeners. I'm very sorry about that. You got that. Got that princess. You got that sweet sensation. Come on. Come on. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> Is that the 90s? It had to have been. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> era that Marky Mark could have been a rapper. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That, that haunts... I, you know, I think that's why... That's Ma- what really haunts me that, at night. That's what keeps me up at night. I think that's why Mark Wahlberg always has that face. Because he's always ready to like fight over that because I, I hear that he really doesn't like <laughs> yeah. it when people bring he that shit up he hates being called marky mark it's just like well you called yourself marky yeah. mark it's like you uh and you were part of a funky bunch yeah they were funky <laughs> no now i'm a co-owner at Wahlburgers. and a legitimate actor what no <laughs> <laughs> You do that way too well. Oh my god! It's one of my favorite lines of his. That and uh, fucking yeah, I know the other one. I know the other one. <laughs> I think we found a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When they do his lifetime achievement award at some point in the future, because you know why the fuck not? Yeah. I hope they include both those clips. Um. What. Uh, and him shirtless in the Funky Bunch? No, no, no. That's because uh, that would be too, you know, too hot. <laughs> no, but it would <laughs> too hot for the Academy Awards. Exactly. No, I mean, you know, 
the the clip from um, the happening and uh, uh, tr- and Transformers. And Transformers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Actually, <laughs> um, if you do like our show, uh, you can visit Radio Free Brooklyn and actually donate directly to it. So. Uh, just go to Radio Free Brooklyn and uh, click on Robots versus Taxes, and you should find a donate option. Um, it would just uh, really help us out. So. We would be ready, willing, and able to sell the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> let us. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Let us know you're out there, because because uh, this guy's freaking out right now. So. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes, taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week. Mm-hmm.